Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Whoa, halfway there, baby. Halfway there, episode four. Too hot to handle. We are calling it the feel-good episode, guys. There was a lot of feels this episode. A lot of feels, not a lot of drama or anything. But guys, Mm -hmm. we're right here. We're going to break it down. My name is Mike Feeling. You're watching AfterBuzz TV, and this is your after show for episode four, season one of the Too Hot to Handle Netflix. You guys know I don't do this show alone. I am joined by an amazing panel. On my screen, to my left, is Kelsey. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I agree with you. I'm like, there wasn't enough drama in this episode for me. I was really, I was anticipating a lot more. It was good. It made my heart happy. But I mean, this show is not about happy hearts, you know? (laughs) It was a little, this episode four is a little too lukewarm to handle. And of course, Tori. (laughs) Yes, I would agree. I was like expecting so much drama, especially following the previous episode. But I guess everything isn't about that. It's about the money. Rounding out our panel is Jesse. Yes, what's up, guys? Thanks for joining us in the live chat. We already have people in the live chat talking about this episode, so we'll, we'll share their comments pretty soon here. Guys, thank you so much for joining us in the live chat. We had so much fun, guys. This is the this is the fourth episode. It's also the fourth episode that the four of us have done for you guys today. We love it. It's the last episode for today, but we are going to do the rest of the season. Uh, coming up on Sunday and Monday. I'm going to give you the exact times before we go. Put all your comments and stuff in the live chat. Jesse's going to shout a bunch of you guys out. You know how we do this. We're going to go through all the plot points of the episode we're going to discuss. But first, I want to get some overall thoughts. I'm going to go back around opposite. Jesse, overall thoughts of episode four. So the first episode was just, like I said last time, kind of boring, but we had to kind of get to know everybody. The second and third episode really left me wondering what is happening next and getting excited. This episode, though, it kind of brought us back because the previews for this episode looked like Bryce was going to come in and stir a bunch of drama up, but there was none of it. So I was Mm -hmm. just kind of shocked by that. Um, And I guess I'm just looking forward to the rest of the season. Not much happened this episode. Well, there is stuff that happened, but not what I was thinking was going to happen, I guess. That's all right, Tori. Yeah, I would say the same. I definitely thought I wasn't, even though I predicted the passes, I low-key wasn't predicting them to come anymore. Like after you guys kind of like told me that it wasn't going to happen. I was like, oh yeah, of course it's not. And then this episode, I was like, oh wow. Well, this kind of like neutralizes things like, the, I mean, the money is still, you know, this big cloud following them. And now they have these passes. I don't think they'll have that many deductions. I don't know. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, it seemed like this episode was a little bit more based on finding a genuine connection, which I think has been the one time they've actually tried this entire series. Yeah. Kelsey. You know, the one thing I did like about this episode is I feel like it exposed people who were, who cared about genuine connections and creating that versus people who did it, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, Francesca was pissed that, she, that he wouldn't make out with her and then she dumped him and I'm like girl we're gonna talk are about <laughs> you kidding me 
So, you know, <laughs> as much as I wanted the drama because that's what I was expecting, it was kind of nice to see. I was like, okay, we're not all complete dingbats yeah you know? <laughs> I, this episode was weird for me I was obviously I know that it's episode four but I was kind of taken aback that we were already halfway through because it seems mm-hmm. like last episode was day three maybe and I thought they were there for a whole month so my timeline is definitely really messed up for this show uh, I missed the drama the whole reason why I'm watching the show is to see them cheat on the rules right and I actually don't like the wristband because you know, I can make a genuine connection with somebody and then I just get permission to hook up anyway. What's the point of abstaining? Like if we're, if we're going to do it, then mm-hmm. do it, you know, make it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much I like that, but overall I want to want the story to continue and let's see some of the other people really get into some antics. I'm missing Matt. I'm missing Nicole. I mean, we're kind of missing David after he, you know, mm-hmm. does whatever. We're still missing a bunch of Chloe. And and now, let's not forget, we're basically missing Harry, too, for the past two episodes because Francesca's been gone or, you know, pursuing other stuff. So let's get into it, guys. We find out uh, right off the bat, uh, Haley is unsure of Bryce living on a houseboat. Does that mean he's rich or poor? I don't know either, right? Um, and the people, Valid. a bunch of them coming in thought that he was a talk show host, which I think is hilarious. It mirrors what we said before. I didn't think he was actually a contestant. It was kind of kind of yeah. strange. Um, or they're kind of not really sure what to think about him. He, again, lets all the gentlemen know that, of course, he hooks up with a different girl every single day, like clockwork, no problem. That's Bryce. Um and we get from Sharon, and the beginning of this kind of sets up the rest of the episode uh, for him, that he's not sure if he can connect. He doesn't really think it's going to get there with Rhonda. And that kind of becomes a, a dead end in the beginning of the show, which obviously opens stuff up for David. Um, just getting a little bit more into it. Harry, of course, is waiting for Francesca to come to him. Why? And uh, uh, Francesca instead (laughs) is getting to know Kells better. And we find out that, of course, she's a professional Instagram model. I just said a lot of stuff. (laughs) I just said a lot of stuff. Tori, what do you think about the really quick, we had three kind of relationships jumps right there, right? So Harry's just waiting. He's not pursuing. Francesca's going after Kells. And we see Sharon kind of almost break things off initially with Rhonda. How are you feeling right now in the beginning uh, with these people? Um, in the beginning, I was kind of like, what is going on? Harry, obviously, like, his feelings are still hurt. And I don't really know if his plan is working or is not working because it kind of in the end seems like Francesca is, is going to go back to him or mm. is thinking about going back to him. Sure. That's I was kind of like, okay, Harry, I guess we'll see how this plays out. Um, Sharon and Rhonda, I knew that his comments were going to cause some sort of tension between them because it wasn't even just him saying that he wasn't going to be able to open up. I mean, at the campfire, he was saying how he doesn't think he's going to find love or walk out of this with anyone. And right. I could see how that was kind of like taking Rhonda back. So I can only imagine like the tension that it caused between them or just kind of like a little hiccup. So I wasn't surprised that she was exploring her options a little bit and just kind of seeing you know, if she had any connections with anyone else. And I mean, we saw her and David in the first episode and they never really got to see if that was anything because Sharon just kind of swept in and took over. So it was interesting kind of seeing them play out. I definitely think that Francesca was just after Kells just because she's a rule breaker and she's bored 
at this point. Because, I mean, even she says she doesn't really know what she's doing. She's just hopping from one thing to the next, which is not to say that in a bad thing, but it's just, you're not going to get a green light for genuine connections if that's what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey, tell me what you think about these people. If you want to focus a little on Francesca, she's another one, like we talked about previously, that I, I say over and over again, optics. This is not looking good. <laughs> the way that she's acting doesn't oh look God. good back in the real world when this is over. Not at all. And I mean, I feel badly being like, I really dislike you, but I really dislike her, you know? And mm. I agree. I wonder how it will play out for her. I feel like she'll get more of her followers, you know, mm. but like, and that's maybe all that she wanted. But it's it's so it's so interesting to watch this, and she was so mad that Kels didn't kiss her and like didn't break the rules because she's like, I always get what I want. Guys come to me, and I'm like, oh my god, I oh yeah. I just I hated it. I hated it. So I don't know. Maybe I I think that Harry's gonna wait for her, and she's gonna come around, and he's gonna she's gonna go back to him because Kels didn't give her what she wanted. But I hope that Harry realizes that he can explore other options too and he shouldn't wait for her. I don't think that's going to happen, but I wish it yeah. would. Jesse, what do you think? Should Harry talk to some other chicks? Um, No, I actually think Harry's great for her. I, I'm not <laughs> a fan of Harry and I'm not a fan of Francesca. I mean, I was, so I was not a fan of Francesca at the beginning. Then when she went off on him, I was. Now I'm not again. I mean, she's like purposely like stirring it up and like making people lose money. Like she's trying so hard. Yeah. It comes off so thirsty. It's like, just please stop. Like yeah. Hells was so good. And I last episode we all were like, he's not gonna break the rules. And I was like, oh my gosh, watch him do it this episode. But he was so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a huge upgrade from Harry. Even the narrator knows that. <laughs> But um, she still has this thing for Harry because Kells wouldn't kiss her. Sorry, he didn't want to lose $3,000 for kissing you once. It's like, who cares? But um, I think Harry's good for her because Harry, I don't like him either. And I don't think he is going to go, like, try to connect. I don't think he's the kind of guy that connects with people. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Francesca is the kind of girl that does. So they're perfect for Mm -hmm. each other. All right. All right. We'll see see if the the waiting game is going to play out. But first... We've got some partying to do. Thanks to boat captain Bryce throwing the shindig on the beach. There's, there's captain hats, there's sailor equipment. There is uh, my favorite drink, a Moscow mule. It looks like floating around there. Mm -hmm. I love some copper Mm -hmm. cups. That's fantastic. And then of course, if you didn't think Bryce could become better, we (laughs) have an electric keyboard ready for him to sing and play an original ballad that he wrote himself guys kelsey the other cast the other born again virgins whatever we decided we're calling them i thought it was funny uh that for a, a hot second bryce seemed to blame the equipment and need to do a little knob adjustment as to why things yeah. weren't going right for him. Uh, what did you think of this performance? I mean, it was hilarious. And I mean, the issue wasn't him playing. It was him singing. So him turning the knobs wasn't going to help the performance. It will probably ruin it because it will ruin the, you know, piano playing. But it was just, it. I think, honestly, it kind of, we thought that he wasn't going to be able to redeem himself, but I think in this episode, he actually did. It wasn't yeah. any like ulterior motive between mm-hmm. behind this beach night. And everybody just seemed like they were just kind of like having a good time. Like no mm-hmm. one was yeah. pressured to do anything. 
Chloe was doing ballet on the beach, you know, just living her best life. And everyone's just sitting there having a good time because the previous episode was so intense. And I mean, this whole situation is super intense. And I think with him putting that together or if Lana put that together, whoever put it together, it was just kind of like, let's just have fun for like a second and just enjoy ourselves. So I liked it. I kind of, it made him seem a little less, I don't know, like a jerk. So Mm -hmm. it was, yeah. And really quick in the live chat, in the live chat, we have people commenting because I was asking everybody what they thought of this episode and Jill chimed in immediately and said, was commenting on Bryce's singing and his, in his, you know, music playing. (laughs) And then Anna Delva also said, also is commenting about it. And free Joe exotic says, um, it was a little bit pitchy for his taste. A little pitchy. (laughs) I like the, I like the Simon Cowell comment. Yes. That that was really funny. I, good. I liked I liked the party. I agree um, completely with Tori. Like, it just kind of lightened the mood. Everybody had a good time. I think Bryce knows he's not, you know, I don't know, Frank Sinatra. Or name, some, name some amazing singer, right? He's having a good time. Everyone just seemed to have a good time. And uh, Jesse, whether he's a good singer or piano player or not, uh, doesn't seem like it matters because it works on Chloe. Yeah, I mean, she's totally into it. I I love Chloe, so it's so hard for me to be like see her with him because I don't like him. But you got to give it to the girl; she's always positive about things, and you know what is that? <laughs> yeah, Bam Bam's coming in. Bam Bam's coming in. Yeah, but you know, I love Chloe, but not a fan of Bryce yet. So maybe he'll change my mind. I don't know. AfterBuzz fans know Bam Bam very well. Oh, he's he's so in cute. many after shows. Uh, I liked it. I liked the connection with Chloe. I thought it was cute. And of course, we're going to see where it goes for the rest of the episode. And right here, right around here in the episode, we finally see the beginnings of, um, you know, this bromance that I guess we saw bubbling a little bit between mm-hmm. Sharon and David. I, you know, I thought it was cute for as much as you want to say a bromance is cute, <laughs> I guess. Uh, they seemed like they had a really fun friend connection. Um, a little bit dangerous. Do we think, uh, Jesse, do you think David should have been more cautious about this knowing he had something for Rhonda? Oh man. It's, it's such a hard situation. Cause I love the relationship that he has with Sharon. I think those two guys are so cute together. Um, mm. But at the same time, Sharon last episode in front of the group said I'm not going to find love here and I don't know how in depth they spoke about his relationship with Rhonda but it felt like he wasn't he didn't want anything serious he just wanted to hook up Mm. so then David and Rhonda get put in a situation which gets really weird first if I had to stare in somebody's eyes for like an I have no idea even how long I would be laughing like hysterically and feeling <laughs> yeah. awkward as like hell. But um, he was like crying and I was like, why are you crying right now? Why are you crying? <laughs> but then I was like, oh, okay. Like you guys are cute together. And I, you know, kind of got off the Rhonda Sharon um, bandwagon, I guess. And I was like on David and, and Rhonda, I was like, oh, they're so cute together. And he's so sincere and he's such a nice yes. guy. So I don't know. I just really like David. I think he's a really nice guy. Um, I wish it would have worked with Rhonda, but Sharon now is acknowledging his feelings and he, he wants more than just hooking up with, with Rhonda. 
so I think David did a really hard thing, but a really nice thing. He spoke to his friend about it and then, you know, decided to um, step aside so that he could go forward with her. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect segue. Let's just get into it because this was the workshop for today's episode, right? They were paired up and they had to do, you know, body language exercises, basically. And it boiled down to uh, the girls hugging the guys and the guys were supposed to figure out what emotion they were portraying. And then they did the soul gazing thing where they just stared at each other. I was like, is that the only stuff they did? That seems like it's about five minutes worth of activity. I thought it was very weird. Um, (laughs) We find out that Nicole's left boob is more effective than Mm. her right one in displaying emotion. That's important. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it up to you guys to say what you thought about the, the event. But I want to toss this out there. Anybody notice that Kels kissed Fran's shoulder? Her arm, yeah. Yeah. That's a violation as far as I'm concerned. That's 3K, I I think. And I feel robbed, Kelsey. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, wait. Is anyone anyone else seeing this? Is is Long going to chime in? Like, what's going on here? I guess it wasn't bad enough. But I thought that was very interesting. And I, I thought the whole thing was weird. I mean, I kind of thought I was cute when David cried. I was like, oh my God. I probably would have done the same thing as Rhonda. She was like, wait, are you crying? <laughs> I also thought it was kind of funny that they didn't realize everyone else had stopped hugging and they kept hugging. Yeah. That kind of made yeah. me laugh. But yeah, the whole yeah, arm kiss thing was, was just weird. I was like, don't don't kiss my arm. And then, yeah. Like, yeah. Because, no. I mean, Tori, if we can kiss body parts, then without penalty this whole thing goes out the window right because yeah I was, to do. I was really I was really confused only because that and then at the end of the episode um Sharon's hand was like touching Rhonda's butt and nobody said anything well nobody Lana didn't say anything yeah. so I was like okay wait what I had to like think about what the rules are again because I definitely mm-hmm. thought those two would have like been some sort of deduction but maybe there was a glitch in the system I think the rules are bendable <laughs> at best. So <laughs> yeah. if not like whatever, uh, whoever is manning Lana at that given point is probably making up and uh, doing some game time decisions. But we come off of that and we see the real connection between David and Sharon. I was happy for him. They seemed like mm-hmm. they were actually connected and it was something real. Um, and what perfect timing for something real to come out when we do get the watches. Everybody comes together. Um, Harry gets to open Lana's box, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, <laughs> we're not so subtle with the entendres, are we, Netflix? And uh, the watches come out. And of course, we know if the watches aren't lit up, then the same rules apply. And if they go green, then they're allowed to make out. And they're only supposed to go green with a genuine connection, Bam Bam. Sorry, Bam Bam's on a high because he just did Bachelor News Daily yesterday. All right, Aww. buddy. So <laughs> we get a date. Francesca and Kells. Interesting. Something new for Francesca. We thought she was kind of cornered off just with Haley after the whole Harry stuff. But here's an opportunity with this nude guy who seems to be, you know, really nice, really genuine, following the rules and all that kind of stuff. Of course, she's the one breaking all the rules. He's the one following them. They go to the hot tub. Um, I thought it was funny because I immediately thought of our own Jesse Zayner because Harry and Sharon pop right by giggling and kind of ruining the date. And then you guys know what happens. She puts it on like as hard as she possibly can to get this guy 
to make out with her and break the rules. And then it's back to shower time and she wants to shower together. And then he's like, no, when the time is right, we can take a shower, but she's in there all of a sudden and rubbing him down and all this other kind of stuff. I don't know. Just like I think Jesse is about to say, it makes really good TV. Like I'm down to watch it, right? But from an actual gameplay perspective, what do you do? You're already on the kind of F list with everybody, right? And we're just ruining this. Why can't you, why bother? And I'm going to throw it to you. My initial reaction when they were in the hot tub and all this stuff was going down was instead of just, you know, undressing each other that much more with your eyes or doing all this overtly sexual stuff, why don't you ask each other about each other? Why don't you try to make like a fake genuine connection, like anything so that the show will kind of give it to you. You know, the show wants them to make out and stuff. It's part of what everybody Mm kind of wants to see by tuning in. So, I mean, Kelsey, like, what is the deal? I was thinking the exact same thing. I mean, instead of using their time to attempt to, yeah, even fake connect, they just kept looking down at their watches and like lusting over each other. And I was like, you guys, you guys are stupid. Like, come on, come on. I mean, and I think as we saw with like Rhonda and Sharon, it, it didn't take that much to get the green light, right? right? It really didn't take that much. So I don't know. It was it was kind of just like I wasn't surprised that Tori, they weren't trying, but it was upsetting. Tori, do you think um <laughs> do you think the show is purposely holding back or did they have an opportunity to get a green light? And what do you think about the way they ended it? No, they didn't have an opportunity to get a green light because they didn't talk about anything except for how much they wanted to get the green light. I feel like even though, of course, you want like you want your watch to light up, the show knows they can see, they can hear what you guys are talking about. And if you're not talking about anything to even help you guys get to know each other, I don't know why you think the show is just going to give it to you guys when the whole show is based on this challenge. Um, And it just kind of seemed like they weren't trying it was just kind of like okay so are we just going to sit in this hot tub and just complain about how much we want to kiss each other but we can't instead of actually using this time to kind of have a sort of bonding moment or see if we even do have a connection it was kind of like honestly after a while it was a waste of time because they were just sitting there looking at each other (laughs) yeah jesse what do you think about the way they ended this in this point in the show did you think stuff with them was going to continue and, you know, Francesca would like respect where Kells is coming from, or how did you, how'd you feel when they ended the date, the date, the showering? <laughs> you know, I really, after everything that happened with Harry wanted to give this girl a chance, I, I kind of felt that at the beginning, but like, there yeah. is really no substance to her. And that's why I feel like she fits well with Harry. Cause I don't know if there is to him either. Like, I don't know sometimes like how these people make connection with anybody in life because like. There's just nothing to her. So I didn't expect her to get so upset that he didn't kiss her. I thought she would like understand why, but I thought it it was kind of like what Kel said. He thought she was going to like, like him more. I thought the same thing, but I never once thought that she was going to like ask him a question about himself or like get to know him any better or anything like that. She's just not that kind of girl. I feel like. I didn't, I, I didn't, I wouldn't go back to, I think uh, Kelsey said it before, but I hated when she said the whole, 
I get what I want. Men come to me again, uh, like yeah. optics. Not as many not looking anymore good for you. when the show yeah. comes out. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. even when she was like, I'm not really concerned about the money. Like I really yes. don't care. And it's like, there are yes. nine other people that do. Yes. Yeah. Instagram dries up too. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of money, we have people in the live chat that are still like confused about the money thing. Like, is it a hundred grand a piece or does it get split up? That's got we're it. confused too. It's, we don't we're know. Confused we're too, but there, confused. There's no way it's a hundred grand a piece. This show no, is not popping no. out a million dollars prize money. So it's definitely just a hundred K. What I'm more surprised about is, um, and then Jesse definitely go back to the chat, but we're halfway through there's mm-hmm. got to be so much stuff on the cutting room floor. Like there's got to be a week plus worth of footage right. that we're not seeing. For just sure. nothing happened. No workshops, no whatever. I don't know. Jesse, something else in the chat before we move on? Yeah. So um, we had that question about the hundred grand. Um, we have a, a lot of people just commenting everything. And Delva says, what about Harry getting a little bit jealous of the whole situation with Francesca and Kels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um we're gonna get to the two jealous guys near the end. <laughs> yeah, and then um Jill Z says, Can we can someone tell me what the objectives of being on the show on the show is? Oh like I what can. were they Instagram followers? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's gotta yeah. be 100%. I, I mean, let's let's just be honest. And and I've said this before, actually, I said it on our Married at First Sight after show earlier this week. What I love about this current season of The Bachelor, if anybody's watching Bachelor, listen to your heart. I do that show too. Mm-hmm. I love that they take away the pretense in there. We already know each and every one of them wants a record deal. They want to be known as a musician. Oh, they yeah. want publicity. Great. Now that that's out of the way, they can actually look for love. Here, we got to kind of be like, well, Francesca does Instagram. So she maybe she probably wants more followers. Maybe she wants love. And what about this guy? So they all want some fame. Everybody going on a reality show, I think, is it's fair to they say. They all want followers. Yeah. 100%. But realistically, 100%. like, also, aside from that, the money, like, how much are these people getting? Because at this point, there's 11 people in, in the, on the beach, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. We're down to $94,000. Mm-hmm. So you're, like, really not making that much money off of it. Right. No. After, especially after taxes. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. Yeah. For real, no. So at that point, do you just like go ham and just do whatever you want? Cause like basically you're on vacation and if you would have paid for the vacation and just, you know, like it's not that much money. So are they going to kick people off? I mean, that's right. If, if they, just to make the math easy, if it was just 10 people in 94, they're all getting nine and a half thousand dollars about after taxes, mm-hmm. like maybe seven grand. I mean, seven grand's nice. It's worth mm-hmm. it. It's worth not making out with some strangers on an for island. Sure. For a little for sure. I, I'm show. down with the whole money thing, but I'm just like, you know, it's not that much. Money. We got to wait and see. I mean, we only got watches this episode. So maybe next episode <laughs> or two from here, it turns out people are getting eliminated. We don't know. Let's keep it mm-hmm. moving, though, because we're running out of time. David makes up his own date with Rhonda, the champagne. And he said during that event, and this was the big standout thing, that he stopped seeing her body and really saw her when they were doing the staring oh, exercises. Sharon, not David. Oh, no, yeah. David. David said this. David said this. Oh, when he Rhonda. does. Yes, yes, yes. And that's yes, why he yes. was crying. And Rhonda says no one that's has ever right. said that to her. No one's ever looked at her like that, or at least she hasn't felt it like that. Um, Kelsey, I thought this was like a genuine connection. That's why I was kind of sad that it doesn't end up going anywhere. And he sidesteps for Sharon. I know I'm, you know, 
I was torn because I wanted David to be with Rhonda because I love Rhonda and I love David. And I'm like, I loved this. And like Jesse said, I was kind of over the whole like Sharon Rhonda boat because that kind of bummed me out, especially what he did at the campfire. Mm. But it just showed how good of a person and how like good of a friend and a mate and a bro that David is. I was like, you are a big, like, I think that he, at least the show has shown us that he's had, he has a big heart. And hopefully he comes out of this on top because he's really giving and like changing and trying to evolve as a person. And I was like, you go. So proud of you. Yeah, I like it, Tori. Yeah, I felt the same way. It was kind of like, uh, what team am I on? Because I started to like ship David and Rhonda and I've only seen them together for like maybe a complete of 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was just like, like Kelsey and Jesse said, I have to agree. Like I was kind of turned off from the last episode when he made that whole thing. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, is Rhonda just wasting her time? You know, and of course, nothing that is worth having comes easy and I get that but it was it did it was kind of heartbreaking to hear him say that and so it was nice to see her explore yeah being with David and then for him to say something that she's never heard before I was like wait this could be an even deeper you know connection Mm -hmm. on top of the fact that he's a little bit more open with sharing his feelings with her and that's something that's clearly important to her so I was I was on the fence like I didn't know who the shit more but I guess they made the decision for us because you know, I, it's, you right? know Sharon and Rhonda are back a thing so I, was, I mean like you said David I just I want the best for him like can we just give him the money now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I was just hoping that this allowed Rhonda to open her eyes a little bit and maybe if everybody else sees this they can learn something too don't let people just take you at face value especially like a potential right. boyfriend girlfriend whatever uh, it should be something you deserve to have something deeper and have somebody actually care about who you are, not just your, mm-hmm. you know, your physical appearance. Not like I'm saying anything revolutionary, but evidently, it's you true. know, there's, yeah. there's people out there who need to hear it and need to go by it. I want to just move on uh, again, because we're running out of time. This evidently was a good episode. Francesca yeah. to her little BFF Haley uh, is not happy that Kells was able to resist her. I am, but she's not. And it kind of decides in this whole thing, you know what, I'm actually really attracted to Harry and not so much Kells. And then, of course, we know she goes and breaks up with him. Breaks up with him, sure. Yeah. While <laughs> he is lifting weights. Jesse, wh- where did you end up on this side of everything? Did Kells just dodge a bullet? Yes, 100% he did. First, I actually like Kells. And I at the beginning of this episode, like I was like, oh my God, he's like my favorite. Well, I love David now too. And everybody in the chat seems to love him as well. But um, I love Kells. And so when they put him with Francesca, I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Because it's like the most likable dude and the most dislikable girl together. And uh, yeah, he definitely do- dodged a bullet. Francesca is... I, I'm I'm so over her right now. I'm I'm literally <laughs> so mad at her right now. I wish she mm-hmm. could like just turn the corner a little bit, but there's yeah. just nothing to this girl. No, maybe it's going to take uh, a new person. Let's just round this out because the episode basically ends. We get this lovely beach date between Sharon and Rhonda, and Sharon, you know, kudos to him. He breaks down some walls. He really talks about mm-hmm. how he's feeling. And then, of course, we know they get the green light and they get to go to their version of the fantasy suite, which is also a surprise for everybody yesterday. But in the fantasy suite, we find out there are going to be no green lights. So there's no hanky-panky going on. Kelsey, are they going to remain hands-off in the fantasy suite? Oh, I'm going to say 
Yes, because I have faith. I don't have faith in Sharon at all. I have faith in Rhonda. I think that she has also turned a corner with how she sees herself after David helped her with that. So I think she's going to say, no, no, we can do this. And I think they're not going to do anything. (laughs) Uh, Tori, are we happy with this couple, the way they all ended up? Because it seems like David is. And I feel like if David's happy for him, then we should feel cool too. Yeah, I was definitely holding my breath to see David's reaction because, I mean, that was a very mature thing for for him to do because they've only known each other for a short period of time and nobody's really, like, lifelong friends yet or in a lifelong committed relationship. So technically, you don't have to have, like, any loyalty to anyone, but that just really showed his character, especially knowing a little bit of Sharon's backstory and his history. I think that was really nice of him to do. And like you said, as long as he's happy, I'm happy. I just want David to be okay, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I felt a little bit bad because even David said, you know, uh, I feel good about it. And then he said, you know what? The old David wouldn't have done this. But the new David is like looking at a different. Jesse, I felt like he should have got a green light for himself. Yeah, I totally agree. (laughs) Choose who you want. (laughs) Seriously, yeah. I mean, how can you not like David? It's kind of like what you've been saying um, these past episodes is like, how are you coming off to people? David is winning right now. Like he's coming off like a really good guy. And I'm happy for them if he's happy. I mean, they check on him. He says he's okay. And go David. I love it. I hope they do like superlatives at the end and he gets like, uh, extra stash of money for actually right. growing through this process. Right? Yeah. He yeah. and Kells too for well, being able to yes. say no, no, and attempting to not shower with her. That, that whole part was weird. I was like, wait, didn't he just say no? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how some of this uh, behind the scenes production works, but I feel like each and every one of these folks are prime real estate for an MTV challenge. So mm. I think there's probably some more uh, reality shows in their future. Guys, That is going to do it for episode four. We're halfway there, all four episodes in one day. Real quick, because not a lot changed gameplay-wise this episode. Like Jesse said earlier, we're at $94,000, only two infractions. That's no fun. Only two infractions so far. Does anybody want, and no one lost anybody in their fantasy, of course, because nobody cheated. Does anybody want to change who they think the next person to break the rules is going to be? Right now, Kelsey has Chloe. And the rest of us have Bryce, and I'm not changing. Well, no, I'm not changing. Nope, everybody's good. I have Chloe in both camps, so really. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a win. Yeah, so it's a win, really. All right, well, we're sticking with it. Guys, let us know what you think. Who is the next person to break the rules? But that's going to do it for us tonight. Real quick, I pulled up the schedule so that I could let everybody know. On Sunday, that is Sunday the 19th, we've got three more episodes that we're going to be doing of Too Hot to Handle. They're going to be at 2 p.m. PST, 7 p.m. PST, and 9 p.m. PST. That's going to be five, six, seven. And then we're going to do the finale, episode eight, on Monday the 20th at 3 p.m. PST. So keep up to date. Follow us on Twitter and everything. Jesse's real good about putting out when we're going to be doing the shows. Of course, you can always come back and watch here on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. AfterBuzz has got you guys covered throughout this quarantine with after shows for all of your favorite shows. And we love hearing from you guys. We love doing this for you guys so much. Again, the next time we're going to do this is on Sunday. 
at 2 p.m. PST. Bam Bam is ready for bedtime. Guys, until Sunday, you guys are going to have a great weekend. Kelsey, where can they keep up with y'all? On all social media, Kelsmeyer2. Tori? <laughs> you guys can find me on Instagram at Toxic Model or on Twitter at Tori with two E's. Jesse Zayner. You guys can find me all over social media at, at Athletic. And thank you so much for joining us in the live chat. You want to shout some people out in the live chat real quick? Yeah, we got Let's make J- producer Ryan Swiggle. Yes, we got Jill Z and Delva and Free Joe Exotic in the live chat. So Woo! thanks so much, guys, for all your comments and talking thanks, live with us about the show. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much. My name is Mike Feeling. You can follow me everywhere at Mike Feeling. Have a fantastic weekend. Don't watch ahead. I'm going to watch on Sunday. Back <laughs> to the Palapa. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.